This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. KYW Original Podcasts. It's a football Friday in the Delaware Valley, week five. But before we get to Merrill's keys to Eagle Steelers, which is Sunday afternoon at one o'clock, let's recap last night's Thursday night game between Nick Foles and the Chicago Bears and Tom Brady's Buccaneers. Foles led another fourth quarter game winning drive as the Bears won on a go ahead field goal late in the fourth at Soldier Field, 20 to 19. Foles beat Tom Brady again. Merrill, I know you watched. What's your reaction? Well, it was fun to watch. Uh, not early because Nick Foles got off to a bad start, uh, throwing interception and missing some open receivers. But as the game got on and went on, he developed a rhythm and really, really played well, made the big plays. And the interesting thing was at the very end of the game, they had a lead and they the uh, Bucks had the ball one more time and uh, Troy Aikman was saying, well, with a minute and so many seconds left, Tom Brady is really dangerous. He's taken teams back a million times, and he didn't in this case. And not only that, embarrassingly, on fourth down, he threw an incompletion and went back and was trying to gather everybody around, and he was confused. He thought it was third down. He forgot that he spiked the ball for a down. And to see Tom Brady confused like that and make a mental error that you never expect from Tom Brady uh, was was unbelievable. But I was very, very happy for Nick. All Philadelphians love Nick and remember what he did for us. And the other part of that is that after the game, very similar to the Super Bowl, the players run out and Tom Brady headed right for the locker room. And you can see Nick Foles uh, greeting people and, and then looking around for Tom Brady. I mean, it looked like he was looking around to shake hands with Tom Brady and Tom Brady was gone. Never even stopped over to, to say a word or two to Nick Foles. So uh, I was very, very happy for Nick. Well, it, what's, and we'll get to that, the Brady moment that you talked about. But what's amazing about Nick Merrill is that when he's in the right situation, and clearly last year he was not in Jacksonville, but he's in a much better situation now with the Bears. When he's in the right situation, 
he just finds a way to win. It's not always pretty, but he finds a way to win. Right. There are quarterbacks with better arms. There are quarterbacks who are more athletic and have more uh, elusiveness. But Nick Foles finds a way to win and rally his teams, uh, his players, his teammates around him. And, boy, they did a job. You know, you mentioned uh, how f- happy Philadelphia was for Nick Foles. And obviously, they, you know, Philadelphia is always happy when Tom Brady loses. Uh, but when Nick Foles is now 2-0 and against Tom Brady, and it was kind of a rematch of Super Bowl 52, not with the teams, but the quarterbacks, uh, you, you're right. Philadelphia was clearly rooting for Nick. And Nick had a great quote post-game, Merrill. He said, quote, it was a fistfight. It reminded me of a good old fistfight from Philly. And now I get to do it in Chicago. How cool is that that Foles said that post-game? Well, it, it was great. And I, was, I couldn't have been happier because if, if you knew Nick Foles, uh, he's, he's one of the great people you'd ever want to meet. Really, if Nick weren't playing, I probably would have been rooting for Tampa Bay because I think so much of Bruce Arians. Ah, Back from his right. Temple days, Bruce is a wonderful man. But in this case, Brady versus Foles. Huh, boy, I was thrilled for Nick. And, the, and that play at the end with, with Brady and and – and it's fairly, it's fairly apparent that Brady did not know how many downs he had left. He didn't. He because, kept putting up four fingers. Right. And the officials had to walk him off the field and say, no, you've, you've just used fourth down. Well, oh, well, that was unbelievable. It was a fourth and five. And instead of trying, and there was about a little over 30 seconds left. And instead of trying to just get the first down, yeah. and keep the drive, he throws it downfield and, mm-hmm. and, and trying to get what he called chunk yards. And it's, he didn't have to do that. And I think no. he, probably, he probably did that because he thought he had another down. Exactly. To work, to work it's, with. it's something you never see with Tom Brady, who is so aware of every single thing. And there was just a gigantic mental mistake. And there was one more moment from Brady that, that um, has gone kind of viral in the third quarter. Um, he's going ballistic on the oh. sideline. Just bliss, screaming at everybody and shouting at everybody. And- well, I, I think he was screaming at one of the offensive linemen who took an unnecessary penalty where he went over and head-belted, butted one of the Bears, and uh, Brady just let him have it. Yeah, no, it's well... Good, good for Nick that he was able to pick up that victory. Uh, Merrill, the Eagles are going to try to pick up their second victory on Sunday. What is it going to take for the Birds to beat the Steelers? Well, number one, bring the heat on Big Ben. Roethlisberger is still dangerous, but his mobility is no longer a threat. The Eagles have registered 13 sacks in the last two games. This leads to turnovers, and opponent turnovers lead to an Eagles win. Number two, the offensive line must play well against a tough Pittsburgh defense. Beware of number 90. He's T.J. Watt, J.J.'s brother. He's zeroing in on Carson Wentz, and he's been doing that all week. Wentz cannot hold that ball too long. And number three, limit the Steelers in gains on first down. Mm. James Conner is averaging almost six yards a carry, which sets up everything else. The Eagles' front four must form a brick wall that forces them into third and long situations. And that last point that you mentioned, Merrill, is something that we heard, I, at least I noticed a little bit this week from the different Zoom conferences, was that you know somebody was talking about Big Ben, and I forget which player it was, but this player said, we got to stop the run. And, and that's a great point about how if the Steelers are able to get a lot of yards on first down, that'll make their second and third downs much shorter, and it will make it difficult, more. it'll make it harder for the Eagles' defensive line to get the necessary pressure 
signature on Big Ben. So that's an interesting point that you bring up there. Uh, well, how- everybody's always yeah. always talking about teams' third down conversion percentages, but believe me, the most important down is first down. It sets up everything else. It certainly does. How confident are you, Merrill? Because you mentioned that great Steelers defensive line. Um, and they're right behind the Eagles and Sacks, but of course they played one last game. How confident are you that Jordan Mailata, who was, who was very good for his first start, as we discussed, very good in that first start against the 49ers this past weekend, how confident are you that Mailata can put together back-to-back solid starts filling in for Jason Peters? It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but it's one step at a time. He's not over on the side of T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt, uh, lines up on the other side. Lane Johnson's mm. going to have to deal with him. It's Bud Dupree who will be facing off with uh, Jordan Mailata. Is Merrill, is the extra time that Pittsburgh had because their game against Tennessee was postponed, do you find that to be an advantage or a disadvantage for the Steelers? We'll find out. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. And how do, you, how do you feel about the game? I think it's going to be a very, very tough game. But the Steelers are good, but how good we don't know because the three teams that they've played and beaten have collectively one win. Right, and, and, and I believe off the top of my head, it's the Giants, the Texans, and I'm going blank on the other team. Denver. Denver, right, Denver. And, and you're right, none of those three teams have had successful seasons so far. Merrill Reese, it should be a good game, as you mentioned. Good matchup, a good matchup of defenses, good matchup of quarterbacks. Looking forward to it and looking forward to breaking it down with you Monday morning. Thanks for the time. Thank you, Dave. Voice of the Eagles, Merrill Reese. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.